Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another exciting episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I first want to thank my Heavenly Father for waking me up, blessing me, as well as giving me the activities of my limbs, even though sometimes it hurts. I also want to thank my loyal listeners for their support, for their feedback, and for joining me here sometimes as a guest on the show. So today is August the 8th, and I know many individuals are going to be getting ready for their kids to return back to school, or perhaps their kids may be transitioning or elevated, going towards a higher education, and maybe leaving home and going to college. So this show today is going to touch on a lot of subjects as it relates to confirmation. Now, we as parents, we are the pro when it comes to confirmation because we are forever trying to tell our kids, especially what the Lord has said, but sometimes it's kind of what we want to tell them anyway. So we're going to be talking about that because I want to educate as well as inform, as well as hear your thoughts, now, I am not a biblical scholar, nor do I proclaim to be. But I like doing this show on Tuesday from the pulpit to the couch because it offers biblical teaching without being Bible-thumping by keeping it real, realistic, and using the Word of God in regards to the Word being infallible and don't change. So that lets you know I don't know what I'll be talking about sometimes. But I provide my input from a therapeutic perspective. So today's topic is entitled Confirmation. Because when we talk about confirmation to confirm something, you know, I used to get in trouble as a kid, and I used to say, or my mother would tell me something, and I would go and say, Mom, so-and-so said, and she would be like, oh, so that wasn't good enough that I told you? or you had to hear it from somebody else, and that would really insult her. And I didn't even realize that that was insulting. All I was just trying to do was say that somebody else told me something that she told me. Now, we talk about confirmation even in when we talk about in the dictionary. It talks about in Wikipedia, in confirmation, those who have been baptized, declared by their faith in Christ, or strengthened, we say, by this gift, or is it a grace? Or do individuals really have the ability not to just give somebody confirmation because I thought it was on the receiving end of I confirmed it or it was confirmed to be true. That was my interpretation. So I am really awaiting Lady Robinson, our first lady, Lady Robinson, to come on the air so she can give us a biblical input in how that all go together. Because Jeanette really don't know, so I'm not gonna even lie or prophesy or prophesy. I'm not gonna do that. I want somebody in ministry that really knows their word to talk about this because I did put some calls out to individuals to help me with this topic. Because, like I said, my interpretation of it, totally wrong. Totally wrong. I ain't going to lie about it. Totally wrong. Because there are times that, like I said, someone could tell me something or 
someone could drop a seed or a little nugget or let me know something, and it may be something that I've either already heard, already thought, already knew, already suspected, and I could say, you know what, that just gave me confirmation. Even when it comes to the topics for the show sometimes, I'll sit back and I'll say, Lord, what do you want me to tell people? Or what should I say? What should I talk about? What do they need to hear? Not only what do they need to hear, what do they want to hear? Because, again, this show is so not about me. As a therapist, I do my best because I know that I cannot see everybody. I know that I'm not going to connect well with everybody. So part of doing the show is to provide information to develop or I put this platform out here so that individuals have the opportunity to share, to vent, to ask questions. And my only requirement is that you be respectful. I tell individuals that the name Precious was my mother's nickname. And my mother's been deceased for 15 years. And it's crazy that that much time or that many years have passed. But this was another way of my grief process and also for me to share information. But it also gives me the opportunity to reflect on some things. Now, on Tuesdays, it gives me the ability to be able to reflect on my relationship with my higher power. Now, I don't have a heaven or hell to put nobody in. Nobody is here to judge anyone. We all are, you know, saved by grace. So with that being said, if you want to join in on this conversation, give me a call at 516-387-1914 because I may not be able to answer all your questions, but hopefully you can help someone by sharing your questions, your thoughts, your concerns because your voice matters too. And I always put it out there that if you have a subject, a topic, something that you want me to talk about, let me know, and we can we can do that. Now, I don't know what's taking Lady Robertson a long call because I did put it out there for her to call in, and I gave her the number. So I'm going to do my best until she gets here. Now, I'm looking at some things, and I'm scrolling down the Internet trying to find out in regards to confirmation, because I had indicated in regards to the believers and the non-believers, I saw something on there, and it was talking about um, being baptized, and I was like, ooh, many of you heard my story about my baptism and um, stealing out my baptism certificate. And I want to say it's been over 11 years, so I think I'm due. So can somebody please like write me a little baptism certificate to show that I've been baptized because I tell individuals that I did go under. I may have went under cussing and hollering and all this other stuff and fighting when I came up. But I always tell the story because the only thing I remember, I tried to get my pastor to understand that I was afraid of water and he didn't believe me until that day. But all I can remember was somebody saying, you going down, and I got tripped. And when I got tripped, I said, you motherfuckers going with me. And I grabbed them all, and I was taking them down with me because I ain't going out like that. And I came up fighting. So I guess I was out of control. So I didn't earn a certificate. But I'll make my own. That's okay. Okay, Reginald, I see you watching. I don't even know if you were in my house. I think you left. But 
Reggie, I see you on there. What is your take on confirmation? Because a lot of things that have been said to you, a lot of things that have been um, prayed over you, I want to know what some of those things confirmed. Did they pan out to be true? You know, when we talk about the gift of prophecy, sometimes we think that individuals have a better relationship with God than we do. And my take on that was, how is it that God could tell you to tell me something, but God didn't tell me that himself? I got a relationship too. So how do you know if the person is telling you or what they're telling you is accurate information or is it something that they just want you to know and they perhaps may be using God's name in vain by telling you this information? Because sometimes we get it twisted or we get it confused. Ooh, that's a lot of mail. Thank you. You got something to say about confirmation? You ain't got nothing to say? You gonna call me. Okay, if you go call in on the show, give me a call at 516-387-1914. And thank you for giving me all this mail. I appreciate you going for me. Okay, so, again, some individuals, we talk about prophesizing, and we're talking about a person being having prophecies, but is it a prophecy or, and Reggie said, some did and some didn't. I want to know what was and what was not confirmed. Now, I wrote on Facebook, and I said many believers and non-believers often get confused and are often misled because the misleading is one of the things that is interesting and very bothersome because sometimes individuals run to the church. They run to people for help. They run to people for guidance. I'm a therapist, and sometimes people run to me. I said run to me. I didn't say I'm run. But they come to me for help. They come to me for assistance. They come to me for guidance because they're in pain. Now, with that being said, it doesn't mean I have all the answers, but your higher power is supposed to. But with that being said, I've been told that some of the things that I may say to them have been told to them or it's something that when I say it, it gives them confirmation. And with the confirmation, it's like I heard this before or somebody told me this. Now, one thing I don't do is use God's words in vain. So when someone says something to me or I say something to someone else, I don't say the Lord told me to tell you because how can I prove that? I don't do that. So when we talk about things of that nature and we talk about for believers and non-believers, how do we know if it's God or if it's not God or if it's something that somebody made up? And I see Reggie just said, absolutely. So if we're struggling with this and we think that their viewpoint is right, why God can't tell us himself? Okay, you're on the air, and we're talking about confirmation and using God's name in vain as individuals prophesize it. Now, I do believe that some individuals have a gift of prophecy, but I don't believe or don't feel that it should be exploited or monetize. I remember a long time ago, people, well, they still go to psychic. And my mother told me God works for free. And if it's something you need to know. Okay, I'm going to comment on the subject. Comment on I'm going to make a comment on the subject. Okay. First of all, from the podium you're coming from, it may 
create an illusion to certain people. Mm-hmm. But if we're speaking from the God's token image of it, okay, as far as being prophets, okay, if I was a child of God and I'm written in God's image, that would give me certain prophecies, okay? As far as that goes, all of us was created from one from one entity in life, no matter which religion which religion we look at it, we all came from one seed, and throughout that seed, like the old saying say, the leaves don't fall too far from the tree. Mm-hmm. you dig, so if we all created from God, we all possess this possession. Some of us just don't know it as a gift. That's just like speaking of prophecies. People think about the prophecies in life, but then if you analyze yourself as being a prophet, yes, you are. Because when God speaks to you, he speaks to you in three different forms. He speaks to you on the left side, he leaves you in the middle, and then he speaks to you on the right which if you put all these together, it's like answering a simple question. Does A equal B or does B equal C? It's simple. Uh-huh. So when we, become yeah. prophets, when we become prophets, yes, we are, all of us, everybody in the universe. Uh-huh. But we just don't things, recognize. One so of when the it things. becomes of, it's just God speaking to me, yeah, you spoken to every day. You know left, right. You know up, you know down, you know right from wrong. So if you just utilize those tools in your prophecy, it's self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Okay, but here we go. There's oftentimes that individuals, okay, let's say the Benny Hens, and um, we had a lot of pastors and preachers out there, and many individuals have been discouraged. And they've been discouraged because they were led to believe that individuals have certain gifts. And some individuals yeah, have... But, 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 like, if you read a certain book, yeah. okay, in, 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 in the Bible, it says study and find yourself approved. approved. It don't say right. listen. So you right. have to study the pages in order to understand the writing on, the, on this. Exactly. You know what I mean? You got to study right. the book. You know, you know what's written down. But if you listen to somebody else, you you may get a misinterpretation. That's my point. That's what I'm talking about. And so sometimes individuals have been told what the Lord told me to tell you. Or, you know, baby, the other day I had a dream that. And are you really trying to tell me that God really told you these things to tell me? Or is it something that you really wanted to tell me yourself? But you're hiding and you're saying that God told me to tell you. So there have been times that I've seen individuals in the church run to the altar to go have hands laid on them. And they'll do it every week to go get hands laid on them because they want the pastor to tell them something. It don't take all that. Correct. It don't. It don't take all that. But some individuals don't know that, Jerome. They don't know. So if you are soul-searching and if you are troubled, 
and you're trying to seek answers, you can get those answers, what they call in the Bible, which is the book of instruction before leaving earth. But yet we want the have it your way, the the quick fix, and so we do that. Now, like I said, I'm not saying that God don't say certain oh, things. To people you know what? Saying. A lot of people don't recognize the difference between life and death, okay, or dreams and reality. Okay. When we walk around I, this planet every day I, with I, our I, eyes I, wide open, can you hear me? I can hear you, but I just logged on a caller with it looked like an Arizona number, and the last oh, I'm hearing a lot of air, a lot of a lot of sound in the background. Yeah, I hear it. Oh. I hear a lot in the background too. Oh, let me see. Is that you, Reggie? Yeah, I mean I gotta walk towards these alleyways. Okay, so that means you need to stand still got... for a minute. So we don't hear all that noise. Okay, Reggie, what yeah. do you want to yeah. do when it comes to information? And then I'll let Jerome finish his thought in regards to that. Because I'm still waiting on Lady Keith. When it, it, it comes to confirmation, Mom, like, you confirm anything. Like I said. And then I was so disappointed. Like I said, but you ain't said nothing. No, 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 because I'm, I'm I'm thinking about it now and still get disappointed. But say, for instance, you know, kids do stuff, man, like like they 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 do what comes natural, what like what their other friends and stuff want to do. And I, okay, I, I, I hate to get off subject. I, no, I hate to get off subject and everything. Crystal, Crystal, Crystal okay. I see you on Facebook Live, Crystal. I might need you to join me on this, Crystal, because I need someone well, to minister. As far as confirmation goes, as far as confirmation goes. Confirmation is still in the mental. It's still your mental train, your how you how you think. Yeah. You can confirm certain things exactly. just throughout the thoughts that you entertain. Even though even though you God may be a walking a walk seeing things and then when you go to sleep. If you go to work if, if you go to work if you go to sleep with these things on your mind, you're gonna receive confirmation within your dream. Mm-hmm. Which is God speaking to you throughout the whole passage of life, and, and that's okay. when it comes to you know he, he, he that's when it comes to that Friday night. He's not he's not Reggie, just gonna talk to you in the daytime. He's gonna talk to you when you sleep, when you woke. So confirmation is is a straight mental. You know when I was growing up. I mean, if I you see to... if, if if you if you walking down the street and you see at the end of the block, the whole end of the block is on fire. It's confirmed that, hey, I'm not going to continue walking that way because I already see the flame. So, need I ask you, more? Should I detour and I, I go viewed, in a different direction? No. I viewed confirmation differently. That's not where we're going with the topic. The confirmation, well, if you confirmation see fire is, walk, you, it, oh, fire, you ain't no, you ain't going to walk into the fire. That's not confirmation. Yeah, well, but what hey, I, well it's to, to be confirmation, that's just like when I go back to the mental stage. It's how you think. You already got confirmation beyond how your brain works, and when God tell you, "Hey, uh, right. and it's all, nope. hey, hey, hey," you know, you know, it's a certain, it's a certain it's spot a second, in the brain that God that's, is. That's when the and Superman, called, you can look up, you, you, you can look it up on the internet. Stop over talking, Reginald. Oh, 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 all right, one at a time. You're live on a podcast. If you over talking, we cannot hear. Let's listen. Attention, and we can speak one at a time. Jerome, please finish what you were saying. I'm just saying, 
like I keep repeating myself, confirmation is a mental. And if your mental chain of thought is in line, you already have your own concernment. Because okay. just like I say, if you're walking to down the street and you see fire, you're not going to continue. Your, your brain going to kick in and say, uh-uh, don't go that way. So you already confirmed that that's the wrong way to go. Got you. Well, you could God ain't got to jump out the sky and say, hey, you see that flame? Turn your ass around. Turn. Well, excuse me, audience. Turn around. <laughs> you did. Your, your, your instinct is going to automatically tell you, hey, I confirm this. Nope, don't go down that road. Okay. All right. Um, if you want to call in and relationship-wise, relationship-wise, that that speaks for itself also. A lot of people relate with a lot of people. That's why they call it a relationship. A lot of people can't be in the same boat together. Oh, shit. So when it's confirmed, it's no. Oh, hey, I got to get out this boat. You think it? But see, but that's a that's a different type of confirmation. This is what I would what I would talk about. God don't have to come down from out the sky. Some relationship. Maybe you already I am, blessed with that. Got you, got you. I have a very I call it a discernment, and it's been said of the this discernment. And sometimes when you discern something, you already can feel it, you can sense it, you can hear it. I have, I have a question. I'm not going to say know it because I don't know everything. I tell people I know what I need to know when I need to know it. But when we're talking about, I'll use confirmation in regards to a relationship oh. from my perspective to where something could come in my spirit, it could come to me in a dream, it could come to me, or I can meet someone or I can tell my son, baby, you know, you might want to take time to get to know this young lady. Or this relationship might have some problems. Or da 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 da. And so I am speaking to him what was discerned to me. And yet, if I say it, and then when I say it, then my son has heard it from me. And when it happens, it will give him confirmation. Crystal said, "Jerome needs to respect other people's opinion and let other people talk." Okay, Crystal, I hear you. But, Crystal, I would like for you to call nah, me. Nah, you when did I say something else, Crystal? Oh, I apologize. I am hey, listening. I got a, I, I have audience, a question, though. What's, 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 what's the definition of discernment? Like, like discern something. Like, if, define that definition towards me. Okay. So okay. when we talk about, because I'm, you don't I'm mind talking me speaking, about. I'm, I'm going to give you an example of a discernment. When I was 17 years old, my mother used to make me go to church. When I was up yeah. to 17, my mom used to make me go to church. And one day when I was sitting in the church, my auntie, who was the pastor, she was talking to me and she said, boy, I see red lights all around you. <laughs> okay. And then I didn't, I didn't listen to what she said and went on and left the church and Next oh, week, I was born. I was, a I was in. I was on. I was on that bus on my way Morning, to the nephew. jailhouse. Yeah, oh, yeah sure. that yeah. was her discernment. She had discernment because she had oh. seen it. And then when I got oh, arrested, yeah. all I seen was them red lights. See, now I'm learning something today. Let me let me say this, Reggie. You asked me a question about discernment, and I looked it up. And as of now, it's the ability to judge well. In the Christian context, perception and absence of judgment with the view of obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. Now, without providing for a time of healing and discernment, there will be no hope for the living through the present moment without 
shattering our common life. Now, the thing is, a lot of times we talk about discernment, and even when I'm working with my clients, and like I said, I pick up on stuff real easily. I don't tell people what God told me to tell you or, well, let me tell you. I don't do that. So sometimes people want to know how you know. But what I'm talking about in the church is a lot of times individuals go to spiritual leaders or they go to individuals of authority because they want to know. And it's not like we can just tell them. We may have a gift. I remember my pastor told me, and it taught me a lot, because my discernment got me in trouble. He said, your discernment is for you to know. Hey, I felt like if I didn't say anything or have a conversation with somebody about it, that I may be doing them a disservice if it's already been discerned to me. So now I've gotten to the point where I watch and I listen, but it depends on what it is. Because sometimes you can run people off. And, Javon, you brought up something in a relationship. In a relationship, sometimes we take chances and we take risks. Sometimes we get ourselves and connect with people that we know we ain't got no business messing with. But we either, they're familiar to us because they remind us of someone. You know, I've dealt with, and I've even in a therapeutic setting, worked with, with men who have dated women and couldn't figure out why they were struggling so much in this relationship. But part of it was because they felt like they couldn't save their mother, they couldn't save their sister, so they met a woman, and this woman may have some characteristics that reminds them, and yet they're not, they're not aware of it because we got our subconscious, our conscious, we got our id, our ego, our id, and our superego. So a lot of that plays a part. And what happens is when we connect with unlike spirits, sometimes it's a problem and sometimes some spirits can be similar spirits, but it's can you grow together? You know, you may have things in common. We look at compatibility, but can you grow? Some relationships, you can't grow with people because they don't want to grow. Right, right, right. That becomes a problem. A lot of, a lot of people's growth is stunning, so. Mm-hmm, it's stunning. For they a lot don't of have room for growth. And the thing is this. It's not that they don't have room for growth. It's you have to, they have to get to a level to where they entertain the opportunity for growth. Because sometimes we be in our own way. We be in our own way. Yeah, but sometimes that way can get in other people's way to where it'll stunt their growth even, even more. Because everybody right. on their own, everybody walking their own footsteps. Yeah, then, 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 then too, man. You, you know, know what I'm some, saying? Sometimes the become their way. You're right. You gotta, when we talk about confirmation, sometimes these things may have already been discerned to us, but we play with fire anyway. Parents just say, "Don't touch the stove." They may not have said it. Yeah, fire. but but that fire, but, but, but still, yet, but still, yet in the same token, that fire is like self-preservation. Okay, just because mom said, "Hey, the stove is hot, don't touch it," it, it still took the child to stick his hand in that flame to realize, "Oh shit, mom was telling the truth." And keep yeah. my hand away from that stove. True. So but self-preservation you... pay a big part. Self-preservation pay a big part into that discernment. Uh, Confirmation. Now, I'm going to 
disagree. I'm going to disagree with you on that a little bit because that's kind of like the experience. I'm going to go back to where you said relationship. There have been women that Reggie have brought into my life. Don't put I nobody didn't. on blast. Ain't no everybody business. Just I'm not saying names. We're going to go relationship. X with that. Reggie X. Uh-uh. <laughs> I told Reggie. <laughs> Then when it came to Well, my name's Jerome. Hey, yeah, for real. Hey, hey, for real, dog, man, you hear? You actually trying to front me out? Nah, nah, no, I'm not. Crazy, man. I'm putting myself, okay, back. I'm gonna put myself back on mute. Thank you, Lady Robinson, to say today. Okay, saying. no, it ain't that. No, Reggie have been prophesied by a prophet or by a psychic in regards to some of them things, and it gave us confirmation <laughs> on some. Lady Robinson, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I appreciate you. Now, being the first lady of a church and talking about confirmation. Somebody was following my spirit doing to your dwelling. Going to the altar, people laying hands, people running trying to get the answers because we want the quick fix of tell me. You know, I remember one of my, um, and I love to the devil, Miss Sarah Porter, she passed away. Miss Sarah Porter was a pastor. She was a prophet. She she had all kind of gifts. And I used to just want her to give me the answers. Give me the answers. Give me the answers. She would never give me the answers. She gave me a freaking book. And it would drive me nuts. That's like, she was trying to leave That's like watching the movie. That's like watching the same movie and wanting to be told scenes. Oh, leave me alone. <laughs> she would lead you. She was doing her best to lead me to Christ. Because she saw it in me and saw that I had a gift. So, Lady Robinson, let's talk a little bit about confirmation, the church, how people are deterred from the church sometimes because they're looking for this, how things are discerned. Give it to us raw, Lady Top, Lady T. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if you have a relationship with Christ and you and you're talking to God, and you're going to him in prayer, and and the Lord speaks to you, tells you something, and then you go to church, and someone prophesies over you, and they tell you, I mean, a prophecy is pretty much a confirmation of what you already know, of what God already told you, of what you already prayed about. So if they're telling you that, you're in agreement. But some people, they'll go to the altar, because they go there every week, it don't matter. It's like they got something going on every week. So I don't know if they want a prophecy or they just want to be touched by the pastor. But they go up there and, you know, they get prophesied to, and it may not even be right, but they'll still jump and shout anyway, and the prophecy ain't right. It's a prophet lie, not a prophesy. So, and they'll still shout and be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's what the Lord said, and, and, and be lying. And, God knows exactly and what they're doing. No, <laughs> and you know, yeah, God knows. God knows that it, they're faking. God knows that. I mean, okay, our gifts are without repentance. So God will mm-hmm. still use a man or woman of God to speak to you. He will still speak like through that. them. But you still just gotta know yeah, that, that that man. But God ain't hearing from them. Their prayers are mm-hmm. held up in him because God is not hearing from them. But he will still mm-hmm. use them and their gifts to prophesy or to speak life into his child. God will mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. 
So you you just have to be careful because that's where discernment comes in. That's where your relationship with God comes in because you know when somebody lying to you, you're not going to embarrass them. You'll just be like, okay, thank you, and just go back to your seat and be like, nope, I don't receive that. Got you. And you know what? And I like that part right there, whether I receive it or whether I don't. Okay, hold that thought, mm-hmm. Lady T. I got Crystal. I think Crystal's just calling in, and she's also a minister. Mm-hmm. Okay, Crystal, I know you've been waiting. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. What is your take on this? Because we talk about confirmation, and we talk about discernment, and we talk about being prophesied to, talk about laying hands on. There's a lot of different terms that many believers as well as non-believers, we don't really know what that means. We're watching it. We watch people on TV. We watch them tell people stuff, laying hands on them. You're going to be rich. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Send me $99. We got, uh, what you say, Cleo, um, I forgot her, the way she would say her little speech. Well, in the said. beginning, God been charged with nothing. So why is there a fee? That's my point. That's my point. That, but then my mama used to say God works for free. So, Crystal, what is your take on that, Crystal? Can you help us with this and gain a better understanding? Yes, well, I would just add my um, two cents as it pertains to the Word of God, and that's what I think we have to be mindful of. And because you can use a lot of spiritual, quote unquote, language inside confirmations, discernments. Like we have to really, really put things in a right perspective. So uh-huh. if I'm just listening any kind of way out here, moving how I move in these streets, and then I want to say some discernment. Like, no, you moving how you move. Uh, if when I come over to the kingdom of God and I'm under the anointing and I'm under the word of God and I'm sitting under a ministry or ministers or what have you, then I can start to apply certain things. Yes, we have insight. Yes, God gives us a knower, but it's not until I tap into that by uh, reading the word of God, fasting, showing myself approved mm-hmm. by That's something a- we all born with automatically. True or false? I'm sorry? <laughs> I said that, that special intuition is something that we are born with. And I'm asking you, is that a true or false question? I would agree that we are born with a lot of different things, but it takes me and a man or woman of God to tap into that. Like I have to die to myself, my thinking, the way I think, my opinion, most of all. I got to die to me, to this self, to this flesh, because the flesh always wants to rise up. It wants to know everything. It wants to talk when sometimes I just need to fall back and be quiet and, and, and God speak. Right, and so uh, when it comes, uh, so when I'm in that lane, and I'm over here now, I'm in the kingdom of God, and so now I can expect His benefits. I can expect God to do some things because He said for me to go out with great expectations because I have submitted my will to Him. I'm still, I'm not moving like I used to move. I'm not doing any and everything. So then God will speak something to me, and then like if I'm a babe in Christ and I don't quite understand, like. Something hit my spirit, and it'll say, like, oh, you know, you're going to be blessed today. Okay, that that's mediocre, okay, for a babe in Christ. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to be blessed. And then somebody come by and bless you with something. God has to woo us. 
that means he has to get our attention. And most of the time he has to get our attention through financial or, or this or that. However, there are people the body of Christ and the kingdom of God that have taken advantage of these positions and platforms and have prostituted the men and women of God. I will say that. But we have to put everybody and everything in their proper perspective, my opinion. And you know what, what, Crystal? That is true. You got some good views there, Crystal. What Drone is trying to say to everybody is going with that drone, everybody has not tapped into that, so they don't know. So many individuals are running to the church looking for salvation, and they're not going to get it just in the church. So when they say that we're born with these things, a lot of individuals Yeah, okay, so God, okay, in reality, reality, you don't have to run to no big building to classify it as a church. If two or three or more get together and, and, and elaborate on the same subject, that's the body well, we of, the, have, of the church right there. But we have a lot of we have a lot of you you saying and we 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 just chopping it up about the same topic. That's not what the word of God says. It says where two or three are gathered together in my name, yeah, well, there I will be also. So it's not yeah, it don't have to be no big old building. No, it you, don't, don't have to be a big building. It doesn't have to be a building at all. A building. You're right. You are right. So, so in reality, the way the way I was taught, I am the church. From my from my feet to my head, I'm the church. You it, are. It, it depends on how I polish this building. <laughs> but see, Jerome, right here we here with assembly, here with you, Jerome. But when you say in reality, when we're talking about, I'm just saying if that was. A, if that was Prophecy bled upon my blood. I need to be bled right so that I don't keep having the false beliefs in life. That's what we are talking about. A lot of individuals have been misled, and I'm not Mm going to mislead. And that's why talking about this, because many of us were A lot of people have been misled so far to where it's the price tag on it. There you go. These big churches. Not only yeah, they ain't thinking yeah. about a lot of saving people, souls. They're thinking about polishing their pocket. So don't well, get me a lot started. Of people, a lot of people have <laughs> itching ears, too, and they just want to go hear something that's going to please them or soothe them. They just want a right now word. They want, you yeah, know. But, but let, me you, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. This is just a question. Why would you go to a church? Let me say this. Lady T just gave me a new topic for itching ears because many of us have itching ears. We are broken heart. We are wounded souls, and we're running because we want confirmation. And the confirmation that we want to know, we'll be all right. But when they say Jesus loves you, Jesus loves you. That is true. But we don't believe that. But when you're like that and you're but, broken, okay. you have but that's you just like going. That's just and like going to a building, and the leader that's over over the church is not living right. They don't know the difference because they're coming in there because they're wounded, and they have itching ears. But that's why we're supposed to study the word to show ourselves approved. So we'll know if we're going into something and it ain't right. Because if you know it ain't right and okay, you stay in it, you want to agree with what they're doing. And I'm not, I'm not so trying no, to talk over you. you. 
You know but what I, I just want to say this. Right okay, if we're going back to the biblical sense of all this, if, if I just go back to the first chapters of the Bible and I call myself studying myself approved, and I'm reading this book, correct, and, and then I, throughout the passages of my almost 60 years in life, I get to reading this book about how Adam was created, how the universe came about, the plants, the seeds, everything in existence. Mm-hmm. And then I get to a point in the book or this, these pages, I find myself confused because I might ask myself, well, damn, Adam, then Eve, Eve came from Adam. And these, Okay, this woman came from this man. And then this man, throughout my imagination, they had some incest going on, which created these other people. And then when I get to asking the the, the pastor these questions and they get to stumbling, <laughs> what am I supposed to believe? I'm like, damn, well, I read it from well, the book, but then you can't even well, explain it. It's not incest. She okay, was made from his you Sometimes the pastors don't have all the answers because they went to school of theology. They may not have sat down. Yeah, but, and but still, yeah, they talk, talking. If I'm reading the same book, we should be able to compensate over it. So, okay, How can two scholars get together and they don't have no answers? Jerome, a lot of times I'm they don't. That's what we you. Sometimes they don't. So you have to study to show yourself approved. You have to read the yeah, word. Yeah, when I study the book, when I, when I study the Bible, I feel like I'm being cheated. Because when they talk about certain things, it, it, it's like, oh no, how could this be? Something's being okay, left out. Okay, and then when you and then when you further your education deeper into the Bible and you study Islam and Buddhism and all this, and then you apply them to be the same, that's when you can consider yourself a scholar because you can put all these no. tools together and become a master. No. No, it, no, it's just no. One religion. That's just like oh, one person oh, thinking. Oh, oh, that's just oh, like Trump oh, thinking he's the only motherfucker that exists oh, in the world. Come on now. Oh, oh, he don't work. That may be what you thought. I'm just saying. I understand, but see, but that may be, and that's why many of us are so confused and misled. Yeah, but if you look at how the world operates. That's that's breaking it all down. Where all that confusion came oh, from? Oh, it may oh, it may have came from this one small book. Have you ever heard of in the world, but we not of the world? Have you ever heard of that? See, yeah, yeah, I heard that before. That Have you heard of the devil? He's the author of confusion. Thank you. Yeah, so heard, if you confused about well, I heard, something, I heard devil. I heard the devil was an angel. The devil was. Yeah, he was, was an angel. Angel, one angel point because he wanted to. He thought he was above God. That's why he got. Yeah, but then when you look around, but then when you look around in the world. And you look at the politics that's created in the everyday passageway of life, what's the difference? We 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 living through that right now here in the day. It's a big difference because we gotta get out of the world. We can live in the world. We still keep thinking these worldly views, that's having to do with what we wanna do and it ain't gonna live. We ain't it ain't it ain't working. It ain't working when you're doing that. Okay. So we trust the world but of the world. And we're looking at the biblical point of view, and even though it's a book and we're reading it, and then you go on to the pastor, sometimes pastors get upset when you question them. And you're looking at them yeah, being a biblical scholar. Supposed this to be pastors. That's the whole point. You can be uneducated. <laughs> you can be functionally illiterate. You can read, and you can still have a relationship with God and know thus said the word. 
It ain't got nothing to do. Some of these pastors don't even have degrees. When I was growing up, nope. most of the pastors of the Church of you God could of Christ be, were you could, be, you could be an infant in the womb and still oh, be a child of God. But I'm not talking about a child of God, Jerome. We're talking about the I'm Word saying, of God. We're talking word, about hey, just because you ain't... A, just because you don't practice it in policy every day don't mean that it don't exist within you. That's all okay. I'm saying. Okay, got you. Everybody's okay. been blessed and got their own where they've been prayed over way beforehand and you that still carry on within everybody's life. But you don't necessarily have to be prayed over. If Jesus Christ gave up his life for us to be for us to, who on the planet is damned, it, it already speaks for itself. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. Tell me up us out here because we ain't going to get nowhere with that one. Yeah, um, yeah, because we struggling now. Come on. Back. We need a backup. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> That's no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never said you know, that. Um, yeah, Jesus died on the cross um, to save us from our sins. But he died on the cross to give us a choice because some people still decided to remain in sin. Uh-huh. But he went and shed his blood for us to have a choice. And some people still live in but sin you- and some don't. But guess what? You know, but guess what? It rains on the just and the unjust. So people who are sinning, they still get things. And they, they might think it's a blessing from God, but it's not. Because guess what? The enemy can offer you things too. Just the, the price mm-hmm. you pay is because God's price is eternal life with him, but the devil's price is death. You know, you're going to die. So you just have to look at it like that. And another thing, okay, you're saying child of God, child of God. Well, we're all his children because he created us. Right. That's so what I keep trying his, to express. We're but, all his children. So that don't make us no different. That his we children, all the same. But that don't mean his children, no, that don't mean his children, some of them ain't rebelling, some of us ain't got out there lying, gifts. killing, cheating. Uh-uh. And he when looks I say we all the same, same. When, when I say we all the same, I'm going to just say that it's, it's simple. Some of us got keys, and some of us got a, a doghouse to sleep in in the backyard. We still got somewhere to go. Okay. Some of us got keys. But we can just no, walk I'm, in front though. No, I'm saying that I'm not talking about. I'm not talk. That has nothing. I'm not talking about that. What I'm saying, and then like with the word, when you were saying, you know, that you read it, you get confused. But you know what? That's why when you have relationship with God, because look, I read the Bible before I was saved. I didn't understand none of it. But when I got saved, and I developed a relationship. And I went back and read the word. It started to make sense to me. Started to understand. You know, so that started revelation to me. Lady T, I remember being a okay, kid, and you... I was what you call drugged to church, Sung in church, went mm-hmm. to church, did all of this stuff. You know, when I was up under your brother, he had me do the school of ministry. I didn't want to read. I didn't want to do all of that stuff. It was getting on my nerves. I read the before the sleep. Then they, I'm so glad when they came up with audio books. But the thing is, Lady T, I used to wonder. Why do they have this book? Why do you keep reading it? Do you read it from page to page? Then I heard of the, the Concordian or how you uh-huh. read the, and put the scriptures together. And it, then it started making sense. But when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I didn't get it. Even as a young right. adult, it didn't make sense. 
to me. It was boring. I fall asleep. But the, when we start trying to apply these Bible principles, it made sense. We apply right. the Bible principles. Well, part of it is we run to other people to give us answers that we can also get from God ourselves. Well, that's when the discernment come in. We don't trust ourselves. And we wear our pastors out because we want them to have all the answers. They're not God. Yes, Crystal. I do agree that there are some saints or men and women of God that are more needy than others. However, Mm -hmm. in Ephesians 4, it says that he has given some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, for edifying of the body of Christ. So, Mm -hmm. therefore, put these people in place Mm -hmm. so that keep under them that they would have somewhere, someone to go that, that, that lords over their lives, that goes before God on behalf of them. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people right. um, are at different levels in their walk mm-hmm. with God and in their journey. So, yes, but, yes, there are some needy and go to the pastor. But the, the shepherd's job is to keep the flock back to God. Period. Everybody, there's a lazy saint out here that don't want to, but get fed, get fed, get fed. But you gotta regurgitate. You gotta give some of that stuff back. I can't just be a fat cow sitting up here eating. Yeah, you have to throw some of that up, right? You back. You gotta go back into some people, but a lot aren't there. Correct. And you know what? You know what, Crystal? And that is so true. A lot of people are not there, and a lot of individuals are so confused, and a lot of individuals are so afraid, and some individuals are scared, and it brings up so many mixed messages, and some people abuse their authority. And I'm not just talking about people, the pastors, because I know pastors get tired too. And, yes, pastors do pray over their flock, but that doesn't mean that when they go to the altar and they want confirmation that the pastor is going to know this is going to happen to you. Or they'll say, why didn't you tell me? That's what we're talking about. We are talking about confirmation. That's what we're talking about. Because there are different... If you have a spiritual connection, you don't have to go through all that. It's automatic. When you go to sleep, you get your confirmation. Then you continue to do what they do, but learn how to do it in a way that they won't get, you know, condemned or be in trouble. Like, I don't believe they're going to the altar to, for confirmation because God already spoke the first time they went to the altar. It's whether yeah. they want to listen to it in obedience with what God is saying. That's a whole nother mm. thing. So you get that that get in the motion of doing this thing and speaking, and God may be speaking that day and saying uh-huh. that, you know, this is going to happen. But we all know prophecy is the end of a thing. It, it ain't talking about the hard way to get to the end. Which the prophecy is what's going to happen at the end. So if that's the end, right. I got to walk this thing out in my salvation. I got to walk it out, mm-hmm. you know, but we don't want to walk. We Coming to God 
all disrespectful and live in any kind of way and expect for these things to come to pass. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. And that's what a lot of individuals need to hear. It is not about judgment. It's not about condemning individuals. I remember telling a person, and he wanted to, well, I knew he was going to wind up being a pastor. I knew that. And his thing was with a first lady. And my thing was this. You can come in as you are, but you should leave out differently. Some of the people right. come in as they are, want to stay where they are. Once God get a hold of you, you can't do that. That ain't going to work. That is not. Right. And you got Obedience. Well, once you get a hold of you, you ain't going to have another choice. Well, no choices. we fight it. Many fight it. Many fight it, Jerome. You may say you don't have another choice, but he gives oh, us yeah. free. That's real talk. He yeah. gives us free will. That's what the about. Touch, when you touch, you ain't going to gonna be like, uh-uh. Your senses, the five senses that you came with, going to turn into nine, which is going to turn on all the, the negative off. So you ain't going to have no other choice. No, 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 because we no. have to be patient. We all have been well, afflicted. We I, all I've been walking be around this world, and I have so, seen, I have witnessed, I have witnessed armor, people go through so that conflict. We that all can be under attack. So that don't mean just because we got it, it gets tempted, tested all that, all the time. And sometimes yeah. the closer you have nothing to be with, though, are you seriously get connected with? Okay, you go ahead. Sometimes you get connected and things that happen to people that's close to you, around you. So some yeah. of the stuff you think, I hear it, but some of this stuff you might want to think about it for a little bit because. Um, <laughs> Yeah, hey, you know, hey, I, I mean, know when God touched me, I don't have no other choice but to change my life because yeah. everybody that goes And to the then altar, with that being said, I still know why go he got me here. Some just want just want prayer, you know, just just pray for me. But yeah. we, you know, and it's genuine. Some don't always want a prophecy; they want just prayer. And I know Amen. because I've gone to the altar a few times for prayer, but. What I wasn't was an altar junkie. Well, I was up there every week because I needed no, to hear that something. Ain't, that ain't called for. Well, you know what, Jerome? You just said something. You said something. You said, you know why God got you here. I do. Okay. I already seen and the writing see, on the wall. Because I ran I'm from it. That don't mean I'm I don't know my calling. right now in my face, and it says, what on earth am I here for? And this was written by Rick Warren, and it talks about the purpose-driven life. There are individuals still trying to search for this answer, but you said you know why God got you here. Now, why God got you here, I'm not going to say, you know, we talk about it says worship that pleases God, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, with all your strength, and that's in Mark twelve thirty. A lot of times we blame stuff on God, and we need to stop that. We need to stop using His name in vain. We need to stop acting like we know it all. And it talks about now. I'm just opening up the book because I'm not saying this is Jeanette saying. And it says when God well, seems distant. As far as why He got me here, my elaboration ain't got nothing to do with what you're reading. 
Everybody I else got their own discernment, and so do I. Even though I don't follow it every day, I ain't holier than now. But I got my own beliefs, which I, I know. I know the okay. difference between right and wrong. And I know what the scriptures mean. I, I'm i so deep into the scriptures to where uh, I, well, you I know, know how to read tongues. I do know. This is, this is what I do know. And we had this conversation before when you are talking about somebody told you in my family I was an atheist. And I am far from an atheist. But what I do know is that atheists know the Bible better than some Christians because they're still trying mm-hmm. to prove them wrong. I also know yeah, so that the Buddhists and, and the rest of the. And I have been sitting by people that I know was wrong, evildoers, and they can okay. quote scriptures, read the Bible, and you would they can preach and teach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know better. So when I hear things and your discern and people's discernment that have a strong discernment, God will tell you, you better watch out. Mm-hmm. Oh. This ain't no because is coming to town, okay? So when you listen with that other ear, oh. it will dispose itself. Are you going to do listen and pay attention? So when we start talking about this, and I never asked you that question because that's between you and God. Because that ain't in our business. That's between you and God. Because I'm still trying to figure out my purpose. But if you got your answer, you 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 doing good. You doing real good. But when we start talking about these things and confirmation, sometimes things can be confirmed for us, Lady T. So so what if those things have been came through confirmation? If it did, it did. What if what if sometime when an individual falls asleep and throughout their dreams they get these confirmations? And then wake up and it'd be a disturbance for all day. Is it for one to discuss with other people? God has showed me things in dreams, and and I've seen it come to pass. And and when I shared it, you know, with my other, you know, when I shared it and and said what happened, what God showed me, they didn't want to believe me, but it ended up happening just how God showed me. And then they were like, oh. Oh, they didn't want to hear me, but because you you got to understand, everybody don't celebrate your gifts. Uh-huh. And, and everybody it ain't, it ain't for them to celebrate if they don't even know that it, it no, exists. No, but everybody don't want to hear from you when they're selfish and they think only they could hear from God. <laughs> you know what, Lady T, and you know what, I've seen that in ministry when you have... Yeah. Um, I have a friend that I grew up with. He is a dominating pastor. She can preach her butt off. But she'd be up under so much spiritual attack, and her husband was so jealous of her because he wanted to preach. He was a preacher. He didn't want to be up under her. And it's not that he was up under her, but he did not want her light to shine. But this woman was dealing with so much tragedy and drug addiction, and it's sad because you you get attacked. Why was she really under attack, I, though? She was under attack of a lot of things, even under the attack of her marriage, because her husband was holding her down from preaching because he Absolutely. wanted to be he yeah. wanted you know, to I know. So she, was, she was just like Job, right? It's help, yeah. it's help That's so a much. different story from Job. She was just like Job, right? Everything. 
And Job was supposed to, okay. Job, that's a different story from Job. Under attack. Why are you under attack? Why do people get under attack? Because okay, if why you're not he, under why attack, was, you ain't going to know how to survive when you're not being attacked. What, what did they huh? want Job to do, Jerome? What, did you know, what did they want Job, Job to do? Job was under attack. His faith, his faith. It, was, it was all about his beliefs. Yeah, he got tested. It was all about what he believed in. It was all about his gangster. We're going to take Job. We're out of time, um, Lady T. Lady T, what, when we talk about confirmation. That wasn't true. When I, I used certain words, but the truth, the true fact was this gangster was being tested. Yeah. But you know who's been okay. But he stayed down. Okay. You know what, Jerome? Okay, we're going we to leave that alone. Okay, Lady T, what do you want to do? If that ain't the okay. truth, tell me the truth. Well, we ain't talking about gangsters. I'm and they wanted to chase his gate. They want him to defy God. A lot of his disciples was under attack, Jerome, but his gangster. He could have, Job lost everything. Okay? Yeah, that was, test, that was really testing his faith. Okay. He's going to take and everything he, he, away he from him and see if you still feel the same. And what happened? Well, he did not break. He did not bend. He did not fold. Okay. He stayed stomped down. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And it's how you interpret he it. He didn't. How you interpret it. If he okay. didn't, tell me the truth. I'm, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, I'm asking you. questions, I'm, too. I'm, I I'm ain't just to a teacher. I'm in school, college. too. I'm trying to mess up with the Word of God. I'm not playing with the Bible. I'm not playing with the Bible. I'm not doing that. And so but we start no talking play. about Everybody and, is talking in their own words. I'm not, I'm not doing that. It's like I'm looking at a book, and it says, what has Jesus done for you? God has done a lot of things for a lot of people. It's how we interpret it. It's how we interpret it. So if that's your interpretation, that's your interpretation. Okay? And I'm looking at something that talks about Jesus giving My interpretation is, did he bend? Did he fall? Did he go against what he believed? Nope. He he kept it real. He kept it one hand. Okay. All right. Got you. Got you. Okay, Lady T, what you want the listeners to know before we end the show? Um, just to be, um, just just to be mindful and um, to know when you go into a place, know that the spirit of God is is there. I'm just, I just hope everyone do have a relationship. And if you don't, go in and just uh, you know observe. If you're trying to be saved and and you want to change your life and everything, that's okay. But if you if once you're in there. Study to show yourself approved so you you can get a feel of what's going on because, yes, we do have pastors in place. We have apostles in place. We have different ones in place. But that don't mean that they were um, chosen. They might have been called, but they not right. may not be chosen. Therefore, you know, they can mislead you, and they can lead you down a path you really don't want to go down. And um, so you just want to make sure that that's not happening to you, that the Spirit of God mm-hmm. is there. but if you're strong enough, you could go in that place and you could change it around because the spirit of God is in you. And you could go in there and you can change the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So, and the thing is, sometimes and you got to know the difference because I've been in places that right. I knew I didn't belong and I had to go. I've been in right. places around people that my spirit and their spirit don't connect, and I understand. Right. I right. understand. Well, you know, but you know I, I walk. You know, Jeanette, after I was gone and I walked back in this place, 
um, they was everybody was jumping around. But when I walked in, everybody sat down because it was like the Holy Spirit has entered the building. Now, be at uh, be at ease. That spirit had to calm itself. Mm-hmm. Because when you walk in the, the authority of Jesus Christ, the the enemy knows. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to be there.
You can have all of this stuff going on, but still showing up at church every Sunday. And you may think that this is a happy, healthy relationship because they in the church. No, baby, it ain't. No, so when we no. Talking about relationships, we need to be careful and mindful of who we connect with in relationships. Yes, that's right. Well, okay. Right. Okay, this is a question. Now I got a question based on that. If Jesus Christ walked around the planet of the earth dealing with all the afflicted, the criminals, the holes, the thieves, everything that was of bad substance in the world, how can one think that just because this person has that type of trait, you can't be a blessing to them? That's not what I'm saying. That, that's confusing. That's, not that you, that's just like that's just like when you speak on. That's just like when you speak on the subject of how your pastor taught you. You might you your pastor might have been straight and on the level, but then in, in the same token, in the same token, the pastor that was teaching my class might have been crooked as hell. He may have had greed all in his mind. So, therefore, what was being taught to the the pupils, that's that. why it becomes a form of discussion of how people feel about certain entities within the church family. That's what we were talking about, Jamal. That was the purpose of the show. Because some individuals may have been in so, wrong information. When it gets to a subject of discernment and confirmation. Okay, let me let me say this, Jerome. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. There's no right, there's no wrong. But I get that. But I remember, oh, and I don't oh, know. What? Yo, Tammy, Tammy, Tammy. Tammy, let me say this because you and Reggie, y'all about to get on my nerves. But let me say this, um, Tammy. I don't know if uh-huh. you remember when I got married to Byron. Yeah. Your brother did not even show up. And I never said nothing to him about it, but I had asked him to do my wedding. And on the radio show one day he said, and I brought it up to his attention, he said, I knew it wasn't going to work. I thought it was. Because I thought because me and him grew up there, we, li- we lived in the same neighborhood, uh-huh. we'd be with 33 years later, I could do this. Your brother said on the air. Who told you this, my brother? Your brother told me mm-hmm. on the air, I knew it wasn't going to work. Mm. He didn't discern it to me. He never said a word, even as my pastor. Well, me being a man, me being on, a man, I ain't going to say what was really in one's mind, but, hey, no, think about it. No, things were discerned to him. That he didn't want to tell me because he knew I probably wasn't going to listen. But then, that, but then, but then, if you really think about it, that discernment can run deeper than the heart within itself. That, that discernment the could have been a jealousy. You, you don't know. Have you ever asked the question? The confirmation was it was discerned. He already knew. He picked up on the spirit, and it gave. It was confirmed. And, and throughout the confirmation, throughout the confirmation, you were conf- it was confirmed to you that oh, this is why this happens. Yada no. yada yada. Whoop you went. No, no, no. You okay. mentioned it. That wasn't what All was right. confirmed. I'm shut up because I ain't trying to air your business. 
statue because that was not what was confirmed to me. What was the confirmation was we were not on one accord. We were not like spirits that the person was trying to convince me that we were. So the thing is the confirmation comes in a lot of different ways. It don't have to be I'm going to tell you because sometimes it's something that we already know, but we don't want to hear it. So that's why some individuals are very careful about what they tell people because they don't want to run them off. But some individuals are so bold and seeking for answers where a person can't just always just crack Here's the prize. Here's the prize. But we're not talking about what's good, what's bad, who's this, who's that. This is not about judgment. Confirmation has nothing to do with a person's trauma, what they've done in life, who they are, and it has not, that's what I have nothing to do with confirmation. Absolutely nothing. Nor does it have anything to do with discernment. It doesn't. So break down confirmation. Break the word down. We've done that already. We've done that already. We've done that already. So it's not even T. deeper, I'm still in class. Well, we done went over our time. Lady T, can you break down confirmation for him, please? <laughs> I'm still in class, sister. Okay, confirmation, yeah, confirmation is just, you know, someone just reaffirming what you already know. Like Already know. Say, yeah, so say, you know, you pray, you ask God, God, this is I was going to say God, that, wait, 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 wait. And God tells it, so you, I don't need to God say gives else. you an answer, and a confirmation is someone saying, okay, so if God said, I'm going to bless you with $1,000. And then someone confirm and say, oh, you know, I hear the Lord saying you're about to be blessed with a financial blessing. It's just confirmation of what God already told you. Okay. It's just not now. Now, I know we're over time, but then it becomes another question. If an individual is just running wild in life, and then something in their spirit tell them, hey, sit down, sit your ass down. And mm-hmm. just listen. Mm-hmm. And then they do that, follow the rules that they heard in their brain and their head, and just sit down one day and start thinking. And then when they go to sleep and they wake up, their thought is still there. And then it's been confirmed. Hey, you know what? I know why I sat down. I know why I'm parked right here. I know why I ain't moved no further. That's a confirmation within itself. Because it's been confirmed. Hey, you're moving too damn fast. So if I spoke to you when you was moving, slow your slow your roll. Sit down and listen. Because throughout the silence, you will be spoken to. Uh-huh. If you keep running around here with your focus off, how are you going to hear anything? You're not and being this is out to the brothers and the sisters, everybody out listening. Sometimes you got to get... Yourself come, you got to confirm it throughout yourself. Sometimes uh-huh. you just got to sit down and listen. And the universe will talk to you. We agreeing. Uh-huh. We on one accord now. That is true, Mr. Riley. That is true. Because you already know. And when you know better, you do better. But sometimes we don't want to listen to God. We say, not my now. God, please let me have some more fun. Lord, I want to go do this. Let me this last cigarette. 
Lord, let me just do this. Let me go to this club just one more time, and you wind up dead. Well, well you know my slogan, Miss Abney Brooks. You know my slogan. The only good is the last good deed. But then when that's done, what? What you good at? That ain't got nothing to do with what we're talking about. And when we talk about that, no, yes, hey, that's real talk, though. Even though he forgive us for all, he still look, he still got a book. You know what you forgive, man? You only gave. Your last good deed wasn't too good, so son, hold on. You can sit back and listen. Let me take this into a court. Okay. All right. Lady T, thank you for joining. Yeah, Thank you, Input, Reggie, I still hear you in the background. I appreciate you. And the thing is this, the format is for everybody. It's not for the believers oh, okay. and the non-believers. It's for everybody because I want to know your thoughts. I'm not saying if there's a right and wrong. I want to know your thoughts. It's for everybody those... out there who listens because if y'all got an interest, tap in. Let's talk. Everybody got a thought. Everybody got an opinion. We just want to hear yours. There's no right. There's no wrong. I just say we disrespect one another. and I mean, I'm sorry. We respect one another because that's how we learn. When we know better, we do better. Right, Again, I want to thank you for joining me here at Pursuit Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Until next week, please stay hydrated. Stay down and yeah. listen. Some things have already been confirmed and discerned to you. Stop fighting. Stop fighting. As Lady had to was saying, many have been called, but few were chosen. A lot of people that feel that they were called, they bully their way to the pulpit. They bully their way into the church. They want to feel important. Not about feeling important. It's about witnessing, spreading the word, and living the word. You can't bully your way to heaven. And hell is real. But we don't have a heaven or hell. I don't have a heaven or hell to put nobody in. That's not my choice. Hey, hey, no, hey, hey, check this out. Check this out. Hey, Hold hey, on, check this out. If there, if there was a God, like if God, if God is real, right, you know, so then he going so why would he let you burn up in a heaven earth? Reggie? So that's real, too. Heaven and hell is what you walk around in every day. That's one man's own misery. That's one man's own misery, son. Thank you. Thank you. That's like being in prison. That's your own misery. You only re- you only responsible for your own misery. So if you just say if an individual choosing, God is everything, Pop. I'm hanging up because I ain't trying to go over the air. But she's still on the phone. Oh, lady T, thank you, and I still need to come and visit. Yeah. You. I need to sit down and move in your jacuzzi. Hey, hey lady T, I'm gonna okay. thank you too. Thank you for the experience. It was 100. You kept it real. I enjoyed the conversation. And all the other listeners out there, yes. hey, keep tapping in because this is some real you. talk. This ain't no BS. Everybody entitled okay. to their own opinion. But we're going to elaborate on it if y'all talk. Oh, okay. That's true. That's true. All right. It's all about respect. All right, Lady T, thank you very much. And I'm going to end the show here again. Thank you for joining me here okay. at Virtual Prediction Talk Radio. Good night. Okay. Good night.